You're listening to Portage on CFRC 101.9, and welcome to the second episode of Portage, A Journey Through Canada. I'm your host, Ian McCarter, and from what you've likely guessed from the Rankin family song in the intro, today's province that we're going to be talking about is Nova Scotia. Today with me, we got uh, some very special guests. We've got uh, John McEwen next to me here. He's going to be co-hosting. Hello, John. Thanks for having me on, Ian. It's great to be here. Absolutely. And today, uh, John and I are going to be talking to Duncan Raymond. He's uh, born and bred from Halifax, um, but what we really are excited about is that he's uh, a cousin of the Rankin family. Welcome, Duncan. Thanks for having me, guys. Awesome. Welcome, welcome. For the listeners not sure who the Rankin family is, uh, this this group of musicians, they're 15-time East Coast Music Award winners, six Juno Awards, four SOCAN Awards, three Canadian Country Music Awards, and two Big Country Music Awards. They're a very famous group uh, from, from the late 80s, early 90s, and, and still through to today. So, Duncan, why don't you tell us a little bit about who's in the family of the Rankins? Uh, yeah, so the Rankin family, it's a musical group from Mabu, Nova Scotia, um, which is on Cape Breton Island, of course. Uh, so it's a big family, uh, the Rankins are kind of a big family in Mabu, and the singers were actually uh, Jimmy, John Morris, Cookie, Raylene, and Heather. Cookie. Cookie. First name Cookie. Yeah. Great. And so uh, they're a pretty big band in Canada um, throughout the, uh, the late 80s, the 90s, and the early 2000s. Nice, nice, nice. And so so these family members, uh, you'd, you'd get to see them up in, it's Mabu, it's, it's pronounced? Yeah, Mabu, Cape Breton Island. All uh, right. Yeah. And and so so the 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 Rankin family obviously huge in in Canada. Um, how did how did they even get started? Yeah. So uh, as I said, they grew up. So they were a family of twelve, and so they grew up in Mabu on a street called Back Street in Mabu. So it's actually one street removed from the main street. <laughs> so they call it Back Street. And so my mother's family also grew up next to them. And my mother's family is a family of thirteen. Oh, uh, so wow. two houses kind of right beside each other, and. Uh, just very musical families. Uh, it's a really musical place, and there's a big kind of tradition of Celtic music and the Gaelic language kind of forming that. Uh, so growing up as teens, they played in church. Uh, church was kind of a big part of their lives, really important in the community. Um, they had nuns who taught them the Gaelic language, of course, and so that formed a lot of their songs growing up. Um, they didn't really start playing as a band until I would say like 87, 88, uh, like kind of before, uh, maybe a year before they actually uh, made a studio album. Uh, but they were always performing together as a family. And it wasn't just those five, which is kind of important to recognize. It was the whole family. Their sister Geraldine also played with them. Their brother David also played with them. And Jimmy actually 
which is maybe the most well-known of all of them on a solo basis. He didn't actually start playing with them until much later uh, because he was one of the younger ones. Mm, interesting. That's awesome. Don, can you maybe tell us a bit about your experience at a Rankin family gathering, maybe some of the memories you have? Yeah, uh, family gatherings, uh, always musical. So uh, you'd have the piano, you'd have the fiddle, you'd have the pipes, you'd have the guitar. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're at a family gathering, I mean, aside from the food and drink and just kind of the banter back and forth, there was always someone playing, and usually one of the younger cousins uh, being kind of dragged by the ear to the piano to play some tunes for everybody. And it's really kind of the nature of kind of welcoming people into your household. And that's what it was all, all about. So there would always be someone playing something. Uh, there'd be people dancing every Christmas, uh, family reunions, weddings, what have you. Now, Duncan, I, I heard a rumor that you used to play the fiddle when, when you grew up. And, and I guess, was that the instrument that that when you got pulled into the by the ear by your cousin's uh, you'd have to play the fiddle. Is that is that the case? Absolutely, yeah. So I, I, I played the fiddle growing up, but I don't want to overstate my fiddle, fiddling excellence. <laughs> uh, it runs in your blood. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my uh, a lot of my cousins are uh, just fantastic musicians. So uh, having grown up in Halifax, I would spend a lot of time uh, in the summers uh, back in Cape Breton with my mom's family. Um, so we'd go up there, uh, I mean, you're surrounded by it. And so I, I learned a lot from my cousins. They like they were the ones truly living in it day in, day out. They were at the Gaelic College practicing. Uh, they were, I mean, in school, in church. It, it was just kind of nonstop up there. And it's important to kind of recognize just the tradition um, of Celtic music. And it wasn't just their family. It, it's kind of formed by the whole community. Right, yeah. right. And yeah, I, you mentioned to me off air that... Um, that there was a reason for them to start. It was it was when they were at university, I think is what you mentioned, uh, at St. of X. Uh, t- can you tell us that story? Yeah, so they actually sang together, as I said, kind of growing up, just always in festivals, uh, schools, uh, dances. Dances are huge um, in Cape Breton, so you'd have a weekly dance, the Saturday night dance, in every community would have a dance. So whether it's in Mabu, Inverness, Bedeck, there would always be a dance. And so they actually played a lot of those things growing up before they were ever really an official group and making a studio album. And so, I mean, John Morris and Raylene, they both went to St. of X. Uh, Heather and Cookie went to Acadia in Nova Scotia. And Jimmy actually went to NASCAD. He was a really good artist, actually. And so they would, uh, I mean, get together and play a lot of, I would say, I would say kind of eastern Nova Scotia, Guysborough County, that Anganish area, and of course eastern Cape Breton into Sydney and western Cape Breton as well. That's that's awesome. So so we're going to go into our, our first song here now. Uh, it's one that I remember in when I was in elementary school. We had to sing this one. Uh, it's We Rise Again by the Rankin family. So we're, we're going to listen to that here on CFRC.
Welcome back to Portage on CFRC. That was We Rise Again by the Rankin family. Boy, Raylene really crushed that note there at the end, eh? She always does. <laughs> Dunk, any specific stories or memories of that song? Yeah, so as Ian kind of mentioned beforehand, really, really famous song out east for everybody listening to that song, and Raylene just nails it every time. And the song's actually about kind of hope and hope for the future, hope for their children, and just kind of families turning over and such. And it was actually written by uh, Leon Dubinsky, who was a songwriter out of Sydney, Nova Scotia. Okay. And so it was actually this stage thing that he did every year uh, called The Rise and Follies of Cape Breton. And he actually did that to kind of counteract um, the economic crisis and stuff that Cape Breton had been facing in prior years. Interesting. So really about hope, that song. Okay. Yeah, we, we sang that in elementary school. I, I remember that very clearly. <laughs> I could never hit Raylene's note, though. No. <laughs> so, so, Dunk, um, we, we want to move a little bit more into um, how the Rankin family influenced Nova Scotia and, and Canada as a whole because they're, they're such an iconic band and group and family how did they influence Nova Scotia yeah so I, I think overall I would say they lifted Cape Breton's profile a lot in Nova Scotia um, Cape Breton as I just kind of touched on had I been having some tough times with the coal mines the steel plants kind of facing collapse and so they really brought a lot of hope and kind of joy to Cape Breton and so it was a big thing for Nova Scotia this small group uh, from from a small town that did really well. Like Mabu is a small as a town of uh, 1,200 people. Yeah, tiny. A really small community. Yeah. Um, but there's just so much richness in that area. And so I think the big thing for the Rankin family was a lot of people throughout Canada really identified with that. Uh, so small towns throughout Canada. When they toured, they played a lot of small venues. And so they did that all throughout Canada. The prairies were huge. They sang a lot about people going out west. That was a big thing in Cape Breton, people going out west to work. So really, a lot of people identified with that, and I think that's really where they had a profound influence on Canada. Right, and and they sort of their their first album was out in in 1989, um, but it was really in the early early 90s and and well all through the 90s that they just exploded, and and everyone in Canada would would listen to the Rankin family. So so it was it was really clear just to echo what you're saying that that they just had this huge impact on on Canada for sure. And then, yeah, sort of just to, to flip that around, what about the influence of Nova Scotia and Cape Breton on the Rankins and the music they made? Yeah, so great question, Johnny. Um, so I would say the influence of Nova Scotia and specifically Cape Breton was massive on the Rankin family. As I said before, like, they grew up in this little cluster, this little ecosystem of musical, like just musicality surrounding them. So just across the street from them on Back Street, uh, John Allen Cameron, who is some people call the godfather of Celtic music. He built his house, his, sorry, he built his mom a house on Backstreet. And so the Rankin family grew up across from John Allen Cameron's mom. So he would, when he came by, he really nurtured them as they were growing up. And so, I mean, he was a big character, but just a tremendous musician. And so his uncle was actually Dan R., which is Dan R. MacDonald. And so Dan R. is the composer of so many of these songs, right. so many fiddle songs and a, a tremendous fiddler. And so just in of that in itself, kind of, uh, it was really the area, and it was so much bigger than only them. And mm -hmm. so I, I would say there's a huge kind of, a huge effect of Cape Breton on them and a huge effect of Nova Scotia on them. 
You you mentioned about Backstreet, and you've mentioned it twice. I I feel like there's a missed opportunity there to be the Backstreet Boys, uh, <laughs> but but I mean I think that one's already taken. Um, so so Duncan, um, it's it's clear in their music that the Rankin family is all about storytelling, and storytelling seems to be a very important part of the Nova Scotia culture. Can you explain a little bit how the Rankins use storytelling uh, in their music? Yeah, I mean. If you listen to a lot of Jimmy's songs, for example, um, uh, one song that I think we're going to get into a little bit later, it's called The Ballad of Malcolm Murray. Um, And so Malcolm Murray was just um, a guy from the community and um, who had kind of fallen on hard times. And he actually stayed with them quite a bit um, when his family had kind of passed on. And so really close to that Rankin family. And so I would say a lot of their songs were very, very much connected to the area and truly meaningful songs. So uh, I, I would say storytelling really impacted a lot of their songwriting. It's great you mentioned the Ballad of Malcolm Murray. That's actually uh, that's up next on our playlist. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Let's listen to the Ballad of Malcolm Murray uh, by the Rankin family here on CFRC. Stood the blackness on its own Through the wind Rain and fury Full story Malcolm Murray Not a mean bull In his body Not a bad thought In his mind Always drifting Hope to hope Everybody Was kind Was a hunter And a drinker A simple life His only care You could find Out on the back road Or in a tavern Somewhere. Heard one day that he'd been missing, gone out hunting, did not return. The sky turned cloudy, the wind grew still, for his poor soul, my heart Dream where he loved to be he lost a good friend And a good man Say farewell Malcolm Murray It's been said Out on the back road There's a shadow by the light of the moon but Never fear Never worry 
just a memory Malcolm Stood alone On the highway In the blackness On his own You're listening to Portage on CFRC. That was The Ballad of Malcolm Murray by the Rankin family. We're here with uh, Duncan Raymond, a cousin of the Rankin family. We've been talking a lot about the the history uh, of the Rankin family and and their success in the the 80s and 90s. Now we want to transition a bit and look more towards the future. Duncan, can you tell us what's going on sort of with the Rankin family today and and what the future looks like? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So... Heather actually, so Heather Rankin uh, still has her own career. She just released an album, I think it was a year or two ago. Um, Jimmy's just moved back to Nova Scotia himself. Um, he's got some kids who are getting into music. Um, surprise, surprise. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. And uh, <laughs> Cookie's still down in Nashville, actually. Um, and But all of them come back to Cape Breton every summer. Um, so everyone, everyone's always coming back. And so they, uh, the Rankin sisters, actually, um, so... Uh, Heather and Cookie and uh, was Raylene as well. Um, they have a pub in uh, Mabuke, Breton called the Red Shoe Pub. Um, so it, it's a, it's a pretty popular place in the summertime. It's huge for uh, tourists and stuff who want to come see uh, live Kaylee sessions uh, in Mabu. So th- they're doing that as well. Um, as for the next generation of Rankins, yeah, I, I, my cousins are just unbelievable musicians. So many of them. Um, we were talking before, um, so uh, Molly Molly Rankins, which is John Morris's daughter, and uh, Carrie McClellan, which is also uh, my first cousin on the Rankin family side, they're in the band called Always, uh, which is a kind of an indie pop band uh, that's toured worldwide and had a, has had a great critical acclaim. And so they actually just won their first Juno. Uh, Amazing. I think, I think it was just about a month ago or so. Uh, pretty crazy. And. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's uh, the McKenzie brothers, so uh, Angus McKenzie, Kenneth McKenzie, and Callum McKenzie. Callum's actually just just down the road in Ottawa. There, those are some great Scottish names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah and I mean, I mean, <laughs> and so Angus, uh, Angus is in a big uh, Celtic kind of folk group called Dive, uh, which is actually a, it's a Gaelic word, just pronounced Dive. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, a lot of them still, a lot of my family would still speak Gaelic uh, as their first first language. Um, so yeah, it's music's still pretty big um, in, in the family, and just the next generation of them coming up. That's that's great. Yeah, it's, it sounds like the the Rankins are are really really taking over the world again. The next generation, it sounds like, are are going to influence Nova Scotia and Canada. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to overstate it, but yeah, uh, <laughs> no, there's there's certainly some still some really good music coming out of Cape Breton, and, and it's not only them. There, I mean, there's so many others. Like you think of. Uh, of course, like Ashley McIsaac, Natalie McMaster. Like Natalie's still touring with her kids, and like worldwide. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, the Bear McNeils, and oh, yeah. uh, just tons of groups still coming up from Cape Breton. It's it's just a really rich area. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, any chance, Duncan, that you'll you'll pick up the fiddle and and join yeah. in with with the Rankins again? Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> it would make my mother very happy if I, if I <laughs> picked up my fiddle again. And, uh, no, it's absolutely something I'd like to get back into. Yeah. Uh, just just talking about it makes me kind of really miss it uh, and just miss the area. Right. Yeah. Maybe we'll see you on stage at the Red Shoe this summer. <laughs> <laughs> Need a couple years practice for that. Yeah. So so the next the next song that we're going to listen to, Duncan, um, 
this is again by the these cousins that you were talking about that are that are sort of those up and comers. Um, what what is the what is the next song that that we're going to be listening to, and 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 what are some of the instruments that 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 they're going to be playing with? Yeah, so uh, this song was actually recorded by uh, Angus McKenzie, Kenneth McKenzie, and Callum McKenzie, three brothers. Um, and they uh, all came together to create an album, uh, just the three of them, which was pretty cool. Um, and so this one would be called, it's, it's a bunch of different songs. It's kind of how these kind of songs work. It's an instrumental song. And so it's a bunch of reels put together. And so uh, this one, the, the first one's called Highlander's Farewell to Ireland. And then it'll kind of continue through that, a bunch of different ones. And you'll notice kind of it speeds up really as we progress through the song. So uh, we'll, we'll expect some pipes in this. We'll expect some, some fiddling and, of course, the piano as well. Should we ask the listeners to get on their dancing shoes as well? When uh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> all right, so uh, up next we've got uh, the next the next generation of the Rankin family, uh, all of those Scottish guys. Uh, they're, they're, I can't even, there's Angus, there's... Kenneth and Callum. Kenneth and Callum. Yeah. So they're, they're going to be um, uh, playing another song here on CFRC.
That was Kenneth and Angus McKenzie on CFRC. That had us all up doing a little jig here in the studio, which is kind of how I picture all of your family reunions. Is that, that kind of what it looks like? Uh, that's, that's very typical, that kind of music. And like just in the kitchen, I mean, someone's playing something and everyone's kind of up dancing around, it's, uh, especially the weddings. I have great memories of weddings, just doing a square set to those types of songs. It, yeah, brings That's right awesome. Back. That's awesome. Well, uh, thank you, John, uh, for, for coming in and, and uh, co-hosting today. Thanks for having me. And Duncan, thank you very much for for telling us about your your story with the the Rankin family and all those family traditions and and their impact on Nova Scotia and in Canada. It's my pleasure, fellas. Yeah, so next time on uh, Portage CFRC, you're you're going to be hearing about Ontario. So thanks again. We'll uh, hear you in 2 weeks. This show is produced in collaboration with CFRC at Queen's University, Kingston, Ontario, with infrastructure support from Queen's Faculty of Engineering and Applied Science. CFRC is located on traditional Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee territory. Find more great podcasts at podcasts.cfrc.ca.